Welcome to 25 Stocks at Christmas presented by Chit Chat Money. Today we have an interview with Chris from Growth to Value. That's probably how you know him. He's a writer for Seeking Alpha. Uh, his service, I believe, is called Potential Multibaggers, and it's done really, really well. And today we're talking Seed Limited. Uh, it was a fun discussion, so we're recording this after the fact, but I had a lot of fun discussing it. He knows the company very well, and we know a lot of listeners are excited about Seed Limited, so it was a great discussion. Before we get to that, though, Sales pitch. Sales pitch, yes. Sales pitch for 7investing. Uh, I'll simplify it this time, kind of give a different logic for it. Uh, you can I checked do... just like 10 seconds ago, too, and our sales are doing quite well. Perfect, perfect. So, so if you, you can use our code CCM and get $7 or $10 off, excuse me, your first month. So it's only 7 bucks for the stock picks. This happen each month. So that's only one dollar per each stock pick and so far since they've launched they've actually beat the s p by 22 percent um uh, that's the day of recording on december 1st uh i think that's fantastic numbers and there's a lot of great opportunities out there they're yeah. they're saying they're writing up a ton of good articles um yeah i don't know what can i say they let me just break down the math for you here all right it's seven dollars seven advisors seven stock picks you're getting one dollar for one stock pick from an advisor how much time do you think they spent on that? Probably a lot, a lot of tons time. of time. And so you're paying, let's say, let's assume it's ten to twenty hours. They've spent you just spent one dollar for ten to twenty hours of their work. That's, plus, that's a bargain. Plus, after this month, you're not locked into any long term deal. We'd hope that you'd stay on because those guys do provide a great service. But yeah. you can try it out. It's almost like a free trial. Yep, uh, and it's code CCM uh, at checkout. And now here is our interview with Chris from Growth to Value. Welcome to Chit Chat Money. On this show, hosts Ryan Henderson and Brett Schaefer interview industry experts and riff on the world of investing. As a quick reminder, Chit Chat Money is a CCM Media Group podcast. Ryan and Brett are not financial advisors. Anything discussed on Chit Chat Money by Ryan or Brett or any other podcast guest is not formal advice or a recommendation. Now please enjoy this episode. Today we are welcomed by Chris from Growth to Value. He writes on Seeking Alpha. You may know of him from Twitter as well. Potential uh, multi-bagger service. That's Fantastic right. Fantastic service. Uh, so, uh, Chris, how are you doing today? Um, it's been a while since we've talked to you last. So, uh, how have you been? Yeah, uh, great. I've, I'm feeling great, and I, I hope for you the same. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the service is going really well, and uh, I'm enjoying every single. Uh, moments and uh, well, I think I'm I'm 44 and I think I will do this for 50 more years at least. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, that's always it's exciting. It's exciting. And so today we're talking C Limited. How did you come across this company? Yeah, um, I what well, my subscribers get two watch lists. So one for the potential multi baggers, one for another category that I have introduced, uh, which is called budding anchors. And um, together, those uh, watch lists are about 150, 160 stocks, something like that. But I also have my uh, my own pre-watch list. And um, I think I, I put C Limited on that one. Well, but it's, it's, you know, it's a huge pool of about 400 stocks. And I think I put it on somewhere around the IPO, but, you know, 400 plus uh, 160 that's that's more than 500 stocks and and you don't follow them closely that's impossible so um 
there's got to be something that triggers me to um, to put it from the pre-watch list to the watch list. And that was actually uh, when I saw that uh, Free Fire, well, was uh, firing on all cylinders uh, in uh, 2019. And um, that's when I actually uh, looked a bit uh, deeper and, uh, and I was uh, really shocked uh, actually to see the numbers and, and to see what this company had done. And <laughs> I felt uh, actually a bit stupid that I hadn't looked deeper uh, before, but you know, uh, it was at 54 when I picked it as a potential multi-bagger. So, well, it has done well. We, uh, yeah, Brett and I are kicking ourselves because we did a show on it a long time ago. And we said we liked it and then we just kind of <laughs> let it be. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About it. But uh, why don't you explain sort of the business model? What does C-Limited actually do? Yeah. So there are uh, three um, divisions, actually three arms. Uh, there's Garena, Shopee, and uh, C-Money. So um, Garena is uh, gaming and that's uh, game distribution and um, well free fire is their own first uh, game their own game that they uh, developed and um, then you have shopee and shopee is actually e-commerce you know think uh, amazon something like that and then you have c money which is um, a bit similar to uh, mercado pago uh, from mercado libre if you know that, so it's a it's it's fintech, um, so and those three uh, pillars together form uh, C. That's a okay. short then, version. They're uh, they're based in Southeast Asia, right? I know people kind of get yeah. confused and think maybe they're like Singapore based or. Um, yeah, they are they are based in Singapore, uh, but their market is uh, Southeast Asia. So. Okay, makes those sense. are definitely three good industries to be in e-commerce gaming and uh was the last one there uh Uh, payments payments. fintech yeah Yeah, so yeah it's it 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 has benefited a lot from uh the coronavirus of course but you know it 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 was it was like someone built it for this uh, crisis the three arms Yeah, the uh, and then I guess that market, you know, people look at e-commerce and they think, all right, it's going to be just like Amazon in the United States, but it's a lot different over there. How does it work? I know mm-hmm. that there's a lot, you know, there, it's tougher to do the logistics. Maybe the roads aren't as good. The infrastructure, you know, how are the how are they working with that um, over in Southeast Asia? Well, it's um, it's a bit comparable to uh, Latin America, I would say. Um, in that sense that yeah it's not as good as in the west but it's not it's not like in africa um especially singapore is i mean you know singapore is is a a first world country um and um other countries yeah there are some more challenges uh um, infrastructural but not not something outlandish i mean uh, it's, it's it's doable it's doable Okay. And then what is the management like? Because I know that when you're say someone from either United States or Europe, you're looking at a company in Southeast Asia, a lot of the bet is on the management because you don't have Mm -hmm. any Mm -hmm. first person relationships with the company. Uh, What's the executive team like? Is the CEO and founder still there? Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, firstly, and um, you know, I I don't know if you know Pony Ma, he's uh, the founder and CEO of uh, Tencent and um, well, they are quite similar. Um, so there's actually a, a great story about uh, Forrest Lee. He, um, he started in, in the United States 
and he also uh, got to know a girl. <laughs> That's how he goes. And um, she was from Singapore. So he was um, a Chinese and uh, she was from Singapore. And um, uh, when she uh, graduated uh, from Stanford, um, well, he went with her to that graduate graduation. And that graduation was the famous um, speech by uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, you know, the one with um, um, stay hungry, stay foolish, that one. Right. And uh, firstly, he was so under the impression by that speech that he listened to it again and again and again, about 20 times each night, he said. And, um, and he was really inspired by it. And then, um, well, his, his girlfriend, which is still his wife now, um, got a, a prestigious job at uh, in Singapore. So she was from Singapore at, uh, I don't know if you have pronounced that well, Tem Temasek, I think it's it's pronounced, or Timasek or something like that. So it's, it's um, um, a holding company and an investment company in uh, Singapore. And um, yeah, well, uh, firstly, he said he he basically filled his days with gaming um you know he he didn't know anyone except for um yeah his his uh, parents-in-law and um and at a certain moment he he combined the two things so the steve jobs speech which he still looked at almost every day on youtube and his gaming and he thought well why don't i do it do something with it and that's how he started Garena. So um, that was the first um, arm, and then C was only later. So it's a bit like uh, you know Google and Alphabet. First comes Google, then Alphabet. First comes Garena, and then comes C, which is uh, the holding company actually. And um, so he started uh, Garena to distribute the games. So and uh, to distribute games in Southeast Asia. That was his idea, and that was in. Uh, 2009 and well um then in 2012 uh he um uh, he, he uh, launched uh, garena plus which is actually um some sort of a platform on in which you can uh, download games and at the same time social uh, platform so you can chat there you can meet with friends and uh, game together etc and um he also became uh, the uh, distributor for uh, the games of Tencent in Southeast Asia. And Tencent was so impressed by uh, Firstly that um, they took a 30% stake in his company. And um, they did something which, I mean, is really a vote of confidence. I think um, they gave him the voting rights for their shares forever. So indefinitely, yeah. without any condition. <laughs> Chinese companies don't do that often. No, 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 no. That's a, a, it was really a vote of confidence from Tencent to uh, Forestly. And, um, you know, um, he's, I, I would say that um, Forestly is some sort of, how shall I put it, a polite version of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> um, in that sense that um, Bezos believes in conflict as a model. And uh, firstly, um, well, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's the same strategic long-term long thinker as a business, but um, he, he, well, he thinks that you don't 
um, achieve anything with conflict. Um, and um, he, he tries to do everything. He's, he, he sometimes feels like he's some sort of Buddha. So. <laughs> and um, yeah, but he's, he's, you know, he's really uh, a relentless innovator. Uh, just as uh, Jeff Bezos is, and um, and a really a long-term thinker, um, and at the same time he's not he's not afraid to kill an idea if it's if it doesn't work. Uh, he he tries a lot, and um, he he kills he kills the ideas uh, very early. For example, he has now uh, launched uh, a product which is similar to uh, Slack. Actually, um, it's still. In a, in a soft launch, um, but if it doesn't work, he, he will kill it in a, in a few months or so. So, no problem with that. So, um, yeah, he's a um, a gentleman, and at the same time, uh, yeah, he he really has a vision, and and that's also why he identifies with a, a, a Ponyma because he uh, well Ponyma is also more on the background and not a huge talker and um yeah firstly is the same so yeah i mean yeah i'm uh, management is extremely important to me and uh, with uh firstly that really is uh, exactly how i want it to be yeah and i guess this would be a quick sidebar um you know tencent has the uh the super app uh wechat in china has there been any moves for c to try to do that with their what's their payments called c pay or c money uh, c money c money yeah well it has different names it's it's um c money is the is a division in the company but it's also called shopee money and uh AirPay. that was the first name um i mean uh, c is not in china and Outside of China, WeChat is not that big, um, so it's 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 a different model. It's a different okay. model. I mean, it's more like um, it's more like uh, how how shall it's it's more it's it's more like Square actually than uh, than WeChat. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, all right, now we're gonna get to the crux of the conversation. Uh, why do you like C as an investment going forward? Maybe get out some of the business lines that are growing quickly. Why mm -hmm. do you know? Why do you like C Limited? Um, yeah, well, I think I will have to do it in three parts. Then, uh, you know, the three divisions, and, and let's start with the uh, Garena, the the gaming division. Um, it's um. They they start they started out as a as a distributor of games and um, that was already uh, very profitable actually um, and then in 2017 uh, Free Fire was uh, launched their first uh, in-house developed uh, game and um, you know it, it it was actually a slow burn I mean it it didn't take off immediately. And it was only in 2019 uh, when I started seeing it. Um, and then it became more and more successful. And uh, even this year, two, 2020, it, it keeps growing. And it was um, the fifth grossing uh, free game uh, all over the world this year. Uh, so um, it, it keeps growing everywhere. It's, uh, it's starting to grow in the, in the US right now. So, I mean, after three years, um, so I, I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of growth left there um, in 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 uh, in the gaming division. They also have uh, uh, great distribution deals, of course, the Tencent games, and then uh, uh, games like uh, FIFA, etc. So yeah, um, and that um, is actually um, a, a big advantage that they have over other e-commerce uh, players that they they have that cash cow in uh, Garena. So then Shopee, Shopee, the, the e-commerce uh, arm that was launched in um, uh, 2015. And um, well, in, in Southeast Asia. Uh, and um, it, has, it has been launched now uh, at the end of 2019, if I remember well, uh, in uh, Brazil as well. And it, uh, it, it was the, the most downloaded um, uh, shopping app in uh, Brazil now last month, I think, or, or two wow. months ago, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, so above Mercado Libre, above Amazon, above all the others. Uh, it's it's from a small basis that it started, but and uh, Brazil is also a very important market for uh, for Garena, so um, for the gaming division, and, and that's that's where you already see how um, they play the game. Um, they they use Garena, actually the gaming departments, to also introduce the other um, elements of C, and um, they fortify each other, and. Um, yeah, at, at the time, you know, the, the Shopee was launched in 2015. And at the time, everybody said, uh, firstly, it was crazy. I mean, uh, e-commerce is known for being a very uh, capital intensive uh, business. Um, you have to build out a whole distribution network, etc. cetera. Uh, there are quite low margins. Um, so everybody said, yeah, you know, Garena is doing fine. Why would you take the risk of ruining your complete company with with this, uh, which is not necessary, just make uh, Korea profitable or even more profitable and take the money and that's it. But he really wanted to do it. And um, yeah, he, 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 he thought he could do better than, than the other players by um, focusing on, on two things, which he thought nobody did. Um, and that's focusing on women. So uh, he really, um, on purpose focused uh, to attract women because he, he thought, uh, well, it's women who shop the most, uh, not just for, you know, uh, the typical women uh, or th things that we associate women with, you know, the fashion and, and uh, makeup and whatever, but, but also um, everything. Uh, because he's, he said, you know, um, my wife is like that. <laughs> I think uh, a, a lot of uh, women are like that, that even though the man acts as if he's the boss, it's often the woman who also at least has a very important voice, but often is even a more important voice than that of the man for uh, a lot of uh, purchases. So that was the first thing he focused on. And the second thing is something that he had learned from his uh, gaming department, uh, Garena, uh, social. And um, so he, he focused on uh, so social shopping. Um, and um, with uh, Shopee, you can you can talk to friends. You can, you know, you can uh, write. You can you can buy something, and you can uh, uh, throw a message uh, on the platform itself uh, to Brad. You know, I I bought this. It's so great, man. You should you should try it too. And um, that's just one of the things. They also have games. Uh, if, if 
and you can can get discounts if you play those games well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a, there's a whole shopping experience that's combined with a social media experience. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, are, are there, is there a lot of synergies between the e-commerce business and the gaming business? Is there a reason that, so you just talked about how Free Fire has been enormously successful in Brazil and now Shopee mm -hmm. is doing well uh, over there is also, is there a reason mm -hmm. that that happens? Is there a lot of like intersect between the customers there? There's a kind of a funnel, oh, that's, like that's, they know? Uh, yeah. I think it, they know. I think they they cross uh, marketed, but I'm 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 not completely sure about that. Okay. Um, there there is there is a brand awareness. That's that's for sure. I mean, um, and um, I have heard, but I'm not sure if if this is a, a strategy a strategy that they that they uh, roll out systematically. But I I, I know that they sometimes uh, uh, use uh, Garena or Free Fire to promote. Um, stuff they sell on Shopee, for example. So yeah, there is, there is cross-marketing. Um, I'm, I'm not sure about, I haven't heard anything about this being a, a, a structural thing, but I have heard it from users that they, that they saw that. So um, that's anecdotal evidence as you sometimes use. As, right? as we like to do, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, if you look, if you look at um, Shopee, the future. I mean, in five years, just five years, um, Shopee has become the biggest e-commerce uh, company in Southeast Asia, which may sound not so impressive. But if you know that uh, Lazada was the biggest player, and Lazada is fully owned by uh, Alibaba, which throws a ton of money at uh, Lazada, and still uh, Shopee. Um, overtakes Lazada as the biggest player in Southeast Asia. Well, that already says something. Um, if you look at, at their guidance for this year for Shopee, it's uh, it's plus 144% that they expect. I mean, and they will probably beat that expectation. Um, so it's really, I mean, it's really crazy to see that kind of growth. And um, if you, uh, well, and actually, um, I just read an interview with Forrest Lee and, and he says uh, Shopee is, is quite uh, close to uh, being profitable. So um, that would be, uh, yeah. And, and I think it could make maybe take two, maximum three years and uh, Shopee will already be profitable. So it's, it's fueled by um, the money that is made in uh, Garena. That money is invested in um, in Shopee, and then um, they're also uh, investing heavily now in uh, C money, and uh, the total payment uh, volume of C money was um, about two billion dollars in the last quarter, and um, and about thirty percent of all purchases on Shopee are already done with C money. And um, there you see the synergy uh, play again. Um, so they really use the different components of the company very well. Um, now, at this money, I, I have to say, C money at this t um, moment, it, it generates in the last quarter, it was something like not even $80 million uh, of revenue. Uh, so $2 billion of total payment volume, but only $18 million 
uh, of uh, uh, revenue. Um, I, I, I have seen this story before and I completely ignored it before in uh, Mercado Pago. So um, I, saw, I saw that that story as well. And I thought, well, with these numbers, I mean, how could this mean something? How, how could this make a difference over the long term? But um, yeah, if you, if you look at Mercado Pago now, now um, it, there was a total payment volume of, uh, I don't know, something like 15 billion or so in the last quarter. And um, um, revenue was more than, more than 500 million, uh, I think. 550 million or something like that in the last quarter alone. So Mercado Pago has, has actually become uh, bigger than the e-commerce uh, part of Mercado Libre. And I think over time, and that will not be for the first years, um, but over time, the same could happen to see money. I mean, uh, Mercado Pago was um, established in, I think, uh, or launched in 2003, something like that. So it, it took at least 15 years to become really meaningful. And uh, for C-Money, I, I think in 10 years, we will see the same thing. So different um, stages of, of, of growth, actually. So Garena is already, yeah, you know, quite profitable. Uh, Shopee is close to profitability. Um, and C-Money, not at all, but the potential there is, is huge. So that's a big... A bit the and also and also see money also the offline um, payments are are going to be important if you look at uh, uh, Mercado Pago again um, I don't I don't remember the exact numbers but if you if you split up uh, online and offline you saw that uh, uh, offline was more than half I think something somewhere around sixty percent of the total um, revenue of um, of Mercado Pago. And, and I see the same thing happening now. Uh, subscribers send me a, a picture um, uh, at the checkout of the, at the supermarket where it said, uh, use Shopee Pay and get a 2% cash back. So they are really promoting this. And um, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. I, I, saw that, uh, I saw that happening in Mercado Libre and I still feel so stupid that I didn't recognize how big it could become. And now I see the same thing with, uh, with C and I, I know, and I have something like, you know, not again, <laughs> I'm not going to miss it this time. I mean, and that's, right. I know this that's, picture. <laughs> uh, that's sort of the three headed monster that everyone talks about there in uh, C's business model, right? Yeah, the, uh, does yeah. One, one question about C money, uh, is this more consumer focused or is it merchant focused or, or maybe is it both? Um, both, both, yeah. yeah. So, um, Consumers use it. It's just like a yeah. It's like Square actually, and uh, I um, not with the the, the hardware. That, right. That, that's not included. But I mean the software side. Um, um, yeah, it's it's um, you can get loans uh, if you're a merchant as well. And uh, yeah, and now they're they're one of the candidates to get a, a banking license, which probably will be uh, given before the end of the year. And um, there, there are five licenses, and uh, they're one of the fourteen remaining uh, candidates. So, and one of the others is uh, is um, AliPay, which I think will be more difficult <laughs> to get, to get one now uh, in Singapore. So, right. okay, all right. Well, 
Uh, that was a great are, overview, yeah. Yeah, it's a good overview. We are going to try to poke some holes in that thesis on the back half here. But before we get to that, we have a quick break. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? All blocked, thanks to advanced security, included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. All right, welcome back in. Next up, we have Devil's Advocate. Uh, Most of the listeners know how this goes, but as a reminder, these are our counterpoints. So we might not be actually bearish on the company, but we want to give... Uh, the guests something to refute. So Chris, in this case, we're going to give a few bearish points around C limited here and see how well you can refute them. The first one for me, um, and I think this is probably a common bear point among a lot of investors is the valuation. I I think they're at a market cap in the upper $80 billion range right now. Um, Yeah, close to 90 even. Yeah. And uh, the trail, I think the trailing 12 month sales multiple is somewhere around it's over 20. So uh, are you concerned at all that the company could be fully valued? I, I mean, what sort of, what are the drivers of your conviction that they're going to be able to extend this valuation from here? Yeah. Well, um, if you look at the, at the best investments historically, you know, the, the Amazons, the Netflix, the Salesforce, whatever, if you look at valuations, people always said, Oh, there's no, they don't make sense at all. So they, they, um, they, um, they have a premium uh, price uh, tag, of course. But um, I think with these hypergrowth uh, companies, you know, uh, C Money doubled its revenue. Um, so uh, you, you've got to, you've got to evaluate them in another way. You, you have to think um, how, how big is their total addressable markets and, and how much can they capture of that market? And then um, how, 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 how big is their market cap now, right now at this moment? Now, if you look at it in this way, I think maybe surprisingly, uh, C is actually still cheap. Um, I think that a lot of investors uh, underestimate the, the, the power of a, a huge compounding growth rates, um, revenue growth then, I mean. And um, for example, um, yeah, if you looked at the, uh, the guidance that they gave now, that they update, updated now for this year, they got it for uh, 144% of revenue growth. I mean, um, that's, that's incredible. Um, and and uh, it's, it's crazy, yeah, you know, Q4, so the, the guidance for uh, uh, the fourth quarter is as big as the revenue of last year. <laughs> so one quarter is as high as the full last year. That's, I mean, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know many companies who do that as, unless they're on micro caps or nano caps even. Um, and, and there's something special going on there. But um, if you look at that from that perspective and you know let's say that that C uh, grows 75% next year 
which it's perfectly capable of doing. And then maybe I'll, I'll be conservative 50% in, in two years or so, then you, you have a price to sales ratio of, I, I don't know, something like five or six or so. So uh, I don't think, uh, um, if, if you look into the future and, and you know the stock market always uh, looks forward to two three years and if you, if you really do that and you, you take the numbers you see that I think uh, C is still actually um, kind of cheap uh, for long-term investors okay that makes of course sense. Of, the yeah. of the short of the short term you never know but if you look out uh, two to three years I think it's still yeah actually cheap which sounds crazy but I was gonna say, and I know it sounds like a you know a lazy counterpoint, like oh well the 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 stock is overvalued because I couldn't come up with something else. But that's a testament to the business model. There aren't a lot of knocks that I can find with the company, um, but mm -hmm. obviously we have to find counterpoints for the segment. There is, I guess, Brett has a good one. Um, oh yeah, let me get to mine. It is so. You know, gaming free fire has done well right now, and it's, um, it's driving a lot of the other businesses like you said a lot of the capital that they generate from free fire yeah, but ga gaming can be cyclical we've seen you know the rise of games something like pokemon go went really viral and then it kind of tailed off a bit uh do you worry about that since it's mainly right now i know they're investing in new games um that the new ones or even free fire might fall out of favor they're not going to be as big of a hit um it can turn cyclical and they're going to have to invest uh in Shopee and the payment stuff uh, with, you know, outside money, you know, raise some outside capital, something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, um, who's the biggest and most successful gaming company in the world? Tencent. That's the question for you. Tencent, Tencent is, right? yeah. So, and they work, they work with Tencent. And I mean, it's not that Tencent just has a, a stake in, uh, in, uh, C they, they actually work together on a daily basis, uh, even, um, they always have people talking uh, for the for the different uh, segments of the company. Um, so um, firstly has said several times that they, yeah, you know, they develop, uh, they developed uh, Free Fire and, uh, and they had daily uh, meetings with uh, Tencent about it. At the same time, they have their own data. Um, you know, they have a, a gaming platform, not just a platform for gaming on its own, but also for social so what they you, they get a lot of data from that which kind of games work and what are people talking about so they can combine those three things together and know what to do and i think that's also the reason why free fire for a first game was such a smash hit and and um they're working on um you know making it into a series as a, a lot of successful games do and i think uh, yeah I mean, if you look at the buzz for for the updates, it's uh, it's going to be um, very successful in the future as well, I think. And I think uh, even suppose there is a, a game which um, does a little bit less, and uh, yeah, well, they still have the distribution as well, and the distribution of Garena uh, alone is a uh, is already uh, a money machine, and um, yeah, they're close to profitability with Shopee as well. So, yeah, I understand the question, but I think the the risk is um, is uh, is quite low. Okay, yeah, that makes sense with Tencent backing them, the platform. You know, you're not you're not hit driven in that way. And 
uh, the fact that when a game gets established, like say Call of Duty, FIFA, um, a few others, Fortnite, uh, it becomes, mm-hmm. you know, it has a ton of staying power. So, you know, if you can get past that one, two, three year uh, hump, um, there might be a lot, you know, it might turn into a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it is already a cash cow. And uh, I think, um, yeah, you know, it's it's starting to take off in the U.S. I mean, <laughs> what do you need more <laughs> to, to, have, uh, to have it as uh, the perfect cash cow? Right. That would that, yeah, that'd be interesting to see how it does in the United States. All right. Uh, all right. One question we have, we like to look at the flip side of the situation. You know, uh, you ideally you want to hold businesses for a long time, but sometimes you have to sell. Uh, what would mm-hmm. happen for you to have to sell C Limited? Well, um, what I see now is that uh, C Limited has, you know, really top-notch uh, execution, execution in every segment. And if that would change, uh, yeah, that, that could change uh, the thesis. And um, for example, I, if I see that Lazada would become the biggest uh, e-commerce site again, that would that would be strange. Uh, or a Tokopedia in, uh, in, in Indonesia, if that would become uh, or grow faster than a Shopee, that would be head scratcher and and then i would have to look really deep if i see something that well i mean what's going on there um for example if, if firstly would leave the company i would also consider if, if he would be forced to leave the company or something like that i would also consider selling i think but yeah i mean <laughs> as you said i i really would would have to look hard to to think of uh, situations like that um so and what are you so you you mentioned if the execution starts to drop off uh as a potential selling point what are you sort of tracking for that is it basically um like being the leader in those markets like you mentioned um is it the same like if free fire starts to slow down is that something that would indicate selling no no not at all because um if if, i mean slowing I mean, that's not normal. I, I, I would have to see something which is abnormal. I mean, if uh, Lazada would grow at 100% and um, Shopee would grow at 15%, that would be an abnormal. And then I would think, well, what's going on here? Um, but Free Fire, you know, you know that at a certain moment it will not grow anymore. Uh, that's, that's completely normal. That's a life cycle of a game. Um, so what what do I look at? I look at revenue growth. I look at um, the situations. I also look at innovation. Um, uh, C money is is um, is actually the only uh, stock. I, I have a weekly overview of the week um, for my uh, subscribers, and it's the only stock that I write about every week. Not because I look for news, but because they are they are innovating at such a pace that it's incredible. Um, on all three sites, of course, that also uh, yeah, has its implication that, that there's some own use. Um, but um, yeah, t- I mean, it started with uh, <laughs> three weeks in a row and I, and I jokingly said, yeah, well, <laughs> I would have to do it every week. And, and it hasn't stopped for months and months and months. And there's always something that they're um, implicating, that they're innovating, that they're rolling out. Uh, that they're improving um so yeah so if you were forced leader if you were in charge of the company and you could make whatever change you wanted to what would it be <laughs> um 
I will, I will, I will give the answer that <laughs> as a listener, I would probably hate analysts. Um, nothing. <laughs> I mean, um, and why do I say that? I, as, as I said, I, I follow C almost daily, and um, I, I really, I really have a feeling that this one is special. It's, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very cautious to say something, something like that. You know, I will tell you a secret. C is my only stock with a perfect 10 out of 10 conviction rating. So I give conviction ratings and I'm always very critical because you always have to look at all aspects of the company. And, you know, I've been, I've been a bull for the trade desk, for example, for a very long time. But, and I, I think Jeff Green is one of the greatest leaders of our time as well. And uh, he will be looked upon like, like uh, Jeff Bezos now in, in 10 years. Uh, but, but still, uh, I don't have a conviction rating of 10 for the trade desk, but I do have a, a 10 for uh, for C. Um, and I, I'm, you know, um, I'm really, really critical, and, I, and and all my subscribers know that. Um, but you know, I, I can't find anything that I would change. Um, <laughs> I could say that from all other stocks <laughs> that I cover, I could say a few things. Um, but not from C, and that's, I mean, it feels like a weakness almost <laughs> um, that uh, from, from myself, but I, I mean, yeah, it's No, I think it's a good strange. exercise. It's a good exercise, like, to go through if you're saying, all right, I like what's going on here. Is there anything, you know, do the exercise, all right, is there anything mm-hmm. that would change here? And if you can't come up with anything, that might be a good sign that you're, uh, you know, bullish on what the and, prospects are going to be. And it's like, if there was anything really, really apparent, uh, and they mm-hmm. hadn't already done it, that might be a bad sign. So if you can't come up with something, that means they're probably executing on all on all the things that you would have come up with. Um, yeah, yeah. Even, I, I, yeah, that's what exactly what you say. That's I've got that with every com- company. Oh, you could do this and that and that and that. And I see a lot of opportunities. And in in my articles, also um, I also talk about optionality. Um, I mean, a company could do this and that and that and go into this and that and that. And for C, they're always ahead of me. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I should, but <laughs> I don't. That's, that's interesting. Okay, I think that's it. Do you have any more questions? I got no other questions. That was, uh, that was great. Great yeah. overview for C. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we want to remind My pleasure. We want to remind our listeners that we are not financial advisors. Anything we say or discuss here on Chit Chat Money is not formal advice or recommendation. Once again, thank you yeah, but, for finding us. Before we let you go, uh, where can people find you? Right. That's, uh... Yeah, well, they can go to uh, Seeking Alpha and then uh, from growth to value, then they uh, will find my uh, marketplace. Uh, I also uh, publish uh, one or two free articles uh, each month. So um, even if you don't want to, to pay for the, the service subscription, um, that's no problem. Just follow me if you want. To know what it is, there's a two-week free trial for everybody. So even if you leave, no problem there. Uh, you can see everything on the platform, uh, and you can uh, you can learn things. So uh, that's uh, that's no problem. Uh, if you leave, of course, uh, yeah, I hope that you stay and that you like it. But I, I, if you, I know, I, I used to be a teacher, and if I can if I can learn something, or if I can help people. Uh, understanding something i'm already happy so um yeah and of course on twitter uh, at from value you can find me there as well
Perfect. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.